My grandpa kept a box in his attic for over 70 years. It contained his entire experience as a soldier during World War II. These are the letters he sent home. Hello and welcome to Airmail from Dip. Philippines, May 13th, 1945. Happy day, mother. This is the day I'd like to be home to help you celebrate. Church in the morning, a long Sunday afternoon ride, supper out, and then maybe a good show at the state, the Minnesota, or the Orpheum. It's early, we might as well stop at Elmer and Esther's and take some money away from them in a poker game. Oh me, I'm just dreaming now, but shouldn't be long before it's all reality. Now that the European war is over, all attention ought to be focused on this theater over here. No doubt we'll get lots of help. I can't help but think, though, that it'll still be the end of the war they'll see me out of the army or back in the States. There are a lot of boys over there who have a lot less time both in the army and overseas than I, but considering the situation, I'm afraid those over there are in the driver's seat as far as discharges go. Of course, lots of them will come over here to help out, but the fact still remains that their fight is over and ours isn't. Our division has been in continuous combat for four straight months now. One of the longest stretches of continuous combat of any outfit in history. I guess we don't get much publicity, but it has been a long, hard go. Don't know how much longer before we get relief. The Doughboys are sure tuckered out and should have a rest soon. I guess armies don't figure in reason the way an individual does. To them, it's all a matter of a mission. We have moved up another few thousand yards since I last wrote to you. However, we're pretty well settled in and not too overworked. All our guns are pushed nose into a big hill. We have to fire all high angle, which I'll explain to you someday. The officer's quarters is a rectangular bulldozed hole about 10 feet by 30 feet, stacked and reinforced with sandbags on all sides, tarp over the top. We all have cots to sleep on, which we procured by moonlight requisition. They're not issued, you know, to the combat troops while they're fighting. The way we figure is that any fool can be uncomfortable. I see by Cedric that Minneapolis just doesn't want to warm up and spring is pretty delayed. It'll probably pop out all of a sudden one of these May days. Say dad, for gosh sakes, your 78 score on your first game really amazed me. Told all the boys around here and they all think you must be a professional. I still don't see how you did it. Sure that wasn't nine holes? I remember on my first session each year, I couldn't even hit the ball, let alone hit it straight. Surprised to hear about Lesh's marriage. I'll have to write him if I get a chance. No, he never did write me. Had a letter from Dorothy, and she enclosed a picture of Nancy and Larry taken on his birthday. Gee, those two kids are really cute, and have they grown? I'm certainly anxious to go home and see them. Just purchased a pair of combat boots from the QM. With all the rain we're getting now, one needs boots to cope with all the mud. Well, I can't think of any more to jabber about, except that I'm still in good health and miss you all very much, and hope I'll be back soon. Take care of yourselves. Hope Dot and Arlo get to Minneapolis soon. Goodbye. Love, Dorrance. Philippines, May 13th, 1945. Dear Marion, Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, I know, but at least you can wish your mom one for me. I just wrote mine and told her how much I'd like to be home at this day. I'll tell you the same, and not only for this day, but for always. The last time I wrote you, I was at the airstrip enjoying life. 
Since then, I've been up front, sweating out those yellow b****. And now I'm back in the battery for a few days. No rest for the wicked, Marion. You can't imagine, though, how much this rough life is going to make me enjoy every minute I'm awake when I get back home. If you ever catch me grumbling about a thing, Marion, I hope you'll give me a good swift kick. Well, how does the world look to you now that Germany's out of the war and the world is half free? It means that a lot of those young males that were so scarce will be back home again. I can mention one, though, that will probably have to sweat out the end of this fray over here. I've been in the army and overseas longer than the average man in Europe, but as I look at it, those boys in Europe who have got the job done will be sitting in the driver's seat for discharges. Oh well, at least we'll get lots of help over here. Wish we had it right now, and here. Did you know that our division, the 25th, has the record of one of the longest stretches of continuous combat in history? We've been at it now for 120 plus days without rest. The Doughboys are getting mighty tired and low in spirits. We ought to get some kind of relief soon. I was pretty tickled to find three big letters from you when I got back this time. Nothing like it to cheer a guy up. Thanks. I especially got a big laugh out of the one from all the girls. I could just see by the mood of the different notes that you were all riding high and having a big time. You mentioned that you had a wonderful time but were good girls. Listen, gal, you don't have to try to convince me about that. I'm not the doubting or suspicious type. You forget that I know all those girls pretty well before I went away. And I know they can go out and raise a little hell without getting into trouble. If I didn't think so, do you suppose I'd be spending all this time, ink, and paper? Are you straight now? Okay, that sounds like a reprimand, but didn't mean it that way. We'll have to have a long discussion on morals someday. An interesting subject, but it doesn't write well. Right? My dad writes and tells me that he opened the golf season with a sizzling 78. Isn't that amazing? I wrote back and asked him if that score wasn't for nine holes. Gosh, I'm like you and have a heck of a time hitting that ball the first time out. You asked me about some of the fellow officers I've mentioned. Here's a lineup. Mac is Captain McQueenie, my BC. Tony is Lieutenant Seriana, a fellow officer in our battery. Lieutenant Pichette, executive of our battery. Lieutenant Eckroth, an officer from the battalion who I chummed around with in New Zealand. He's from Mandan, North Dakota. Or was it South Dakota? Well, Marion, on account of I can't think of anything else to jabber about right now, I'll have to say so long. You can tell all the gal friends how much I enjoyed their friendly notes. If I'd had time, I'd write them all and tell them myself, but I haven't, so will you? Give them all my love, too. And incidentally, you can shortstop a little for yourself. Goodbye now. Dip. P.S. I know how your brother Marv feels. Now, can I have the key? This project is created by me, Christian Olson, with audio production by my brother Eric at Olson Media. The piano music is performed and arranged by my other brother, Jonathan. For more information, follow along at airmailfromdip.com. And for more photographs, follow Airmail from Dip on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs>